Hey everybody, hope everyone is having a good afternoon. We appreciate you taking the time to join us for the LA Galaxy's media availability with head coach Greg Vanny. Uh, we'll go ahead and get started here momentarily. As always, if you'd like to ask a question, uh, use the hand raise function and I can call on you accordingly or feel free to place it in the chat. Uh, we'll give everyone a second here to get situated and then get going. All right, we'll go ahead and open up. Um, Damien, I hate to do this to you. Well, there you go, your hand is raised. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and call on you to open it up, Damien. Thanks, Chris. Hey, Greg, how you doing? I'm doing well, Damien, how about yourself? Uh, good, um, I guess we can start with the, uh, the news today, uh, Victor Vasquez, um, you've had him in Toronto. What do you like about him and how do you think he fits in with this group here? Uh, I like everything about him. Uh, Arguably, he's one of those, the most intelligent soccer players that I've ever been around. Uh, his ability to organize the game, understand what the game needs, his vision for the final pass, um, his leadership within our group, I think, is going to be really important as we, again, establish the culture and, and the vision of where we're moving forward. And his technical ability is off the charts, but he processes the game in his mind as fast as anyone I've ever seen. And so his, his recognition of things is, is excellent. I think for a player like Javier, who, who again, one of his strengths is his running and his quick movements and, and second and third runs to get himself open. A guy like Victor is going to recognize those runs and put the ball where he needs it, where sometimes players tend to play his first run when he needs it on his second or third run. And so Again, I think just he, he's another guy that really can organize the final action for us um, different than really I think most guys ever in the history of this league. He's got that quality. And when do you expect him to join the team in training? Don't have a specific timeline only because, uh, because of the visa process. And then once guys get here, there's a, you know, the quarantine timeline. So I hope that he, he'll be in town sometime next week, if hopefully early in the week, if possible, but there's no guarantee on that because I just, I just don't know. Um, and, then, and then, again, they have to – himself and Sam have to get through the, uh, through the quarantine and then they can join the team. So, but that we can keep them working out and keep them uh, moving in the right direction, direction from a fitness standpoint. My understanding from both of them is that they're in, they're in good shape right now as they arrive, and it's just going to be getting them integrated into the group. Thanks, Damien. We'll go next uh, to a question from Joe Tatino with Spectrum Sportsnet. Joe, go ahead. Hi, Greg. Welcome to the club. Hey, Joe. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you as well. Hopefully one day I can uh, watch training, but I understand the protocols and we'll, we'll abide by those for now. <laughs> but uh, yeah. perception being reality, uh, perception from the outside when you're at Toronto looking at the club, and now reality of that perception. Can you, can you give me an idea of the, of the club that you see right now opposed to what you thought it was? 
Yeah, I think um, perception from the outside was just uh, needed some clarity in terms of direction and vision, both within the team, the roster, how the team was going to play, the identity of the team on the field, and how the roster would would actually fit into that identity, I think, you know, and so uh, as I'm here, uh, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I, I'm seeing the same things that I kind of thought is we have to be clear about how we want to play and, and, and what our identi- identity is going to be on the field, but also from a cultural standpoint within our locker room and how we work every single day. And then we need to get those specific pieces together in our roster that can help us to achieve those things. And that's that's why this process is taking a little bit of time, um, but we want to try to do it right and not have to do it over and over. So some of the pieces like a Victor is, is a great piece because he knows exactly what it is that he's coming into and how we want to play. And he's going to help us to achieve that faster. There's some other pieces that we hope to get um, that will, that we will have for a longer period of time, maybe four or five years that will come in and they're, they're going to have to learn what all of that is as they settle into the team. So we're trying to meet both the short-term and long-term objectives of being competitive right away, but also having some longevity and, and continuity in our roster over the years. But I think what I, what I had felt from the outside um, is a little bit of what I'm feeling from the inside. And part of that is it's a small league and we all know people from around the league and you get a sense of what things is by, uh, by rumors or communication as well. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Joe. We'll go next to a question from Katia Castorena with ESPN Deportes. Katia? Thanks, Chris. Uh, hi, Greg. Okay. Uh, in terms of what you were talking about with Victor brings to the table, uh, creating those attacking opportunities, reading Chicharito's runs. You know, how, how important has that been a focus in the sense of being able to create those opportunities up front and in a way that can help in this case your, your main, main striker be in a position to, to have success? Yeah, I think, it's, uh, I think it's very important. I, I mean, I think it's an objective of our whole team to, to create chances and to, to put um, Javier and others in positions to, to score goals. Um, but I think Victor is one with the special qualities and, and an eye for the past that sometimes most of us don't see. He, he finds a way to see it and deliver it. And so, um, you know, there's a couple of things that have to happen there, as I, as I was saying. Collectively, we've got to be better and, and more clear about how we want to go about creating chances. But even inside of that, you've got to have the special players who can – who can deliver some of those, those balls more, fre- more frequently than others or see them more frequently than others. And that's, that's what he brings uh, to the equation. But that, it's going to be the same as we continue to add wingers, uh, Samuel being one of them. We hope others here will get closed out pretty soon. They're going to be an, uh, an integral part of that, uh, that process as well. And so um, these, are just, these are pieces that are one by one that are starting to come together, and we hope there are many more here in our future, not, not too far down the road. Just a follow-up, you, you mentioned Samuel in, in terms of also filling up that winger position. Uh, does this mean that you're kind of guys moving on from, from Christian and then focusing on, on the new player and, and what that and what Samuel can bring? Well, I, I, I don't think it, it, it necessarily, necessarily signifies that we're moving on from Christian. I think he, he is another piece. Um, we will we'll see. I don't, have, I don't have enough information to really – say on the Christian thing, we're, we're, we are continuing to look to build the roster, whether that is with Christian or without Christian is still uh, a little bit to be determined, but Samuel was going to be added regardless of whether Christian was here or not. He is another piece. There's another wing that needs to be filled. 
uh, and there might be, you know, one or two more. We'll see um, in addition to other pieces within the, the team that we want to fill. So um, that piece was going to happen. And, and now we continue forward on, on trying to fill, fill more of those spots. Thanks, Katia. Uh, next question goes to Alicia Rodriguez with SB Nation. Alicia. Thank you very much. Uh, hi, Greg. Um, I wanted to ask about uh, the homegrown players, your opinions of them so far in training, and then also um, the players from Galaxy 2, uh, Augustine and, and Mauricio, I believe, have been training with you. Uh, what are your impressions of them so far? Um, you know, kind of, kind of how are the young players coming along uh, with the first team? Uh, I'm pleased with the young guys. I, I think, um, you know, first and foremost, just from a confidence and competitive standpoint, they've stepped into the environment and they are, you know, they're there. They're not in awe of the situation. They're not nervous or antsy. They've really embraced the learning uh, process that, that we've put in place for everybody. And they've just, they've taken to things. And so uh, I've enjoyed that. They're all, they're all talented. Um, they all have upside and they all have the capacity to help our team. Um, so it's, it's, you know, to continue to teach them just and, and what it is we're trying to do and what their roles are within, uh, within the structure of our team and how they can continue to be successful to help them to understand at the MLS level uh, and hopefully the international level sort of who they are as players and what they need to focus on to have the most success they can as, as individuals, but also to help our team. And so uh, that's a process, but they're, they're all doing very well. Augustine, you know, doesn't matter whether we're playing 11 v 11 like we were today or this weekend, he finds ways to score a goal. Uh, so there's always some value in that. And, and Mauricio, another name that you had mentioned, um, you know, he came in and we started him this weekend uh, because of, you know, Julian being away and, uh, and us slow rolling uh, O'Neill Fisher just to get him to fitness and health and all that. So Mauricio got a start and I thought he did a, a nice solid job um, showing again, his, his promise uh, as a young right back in, in the, an MLS one day. And so, um, and that goes for all the guys. I'm, I'm really pleased with their, their quality and it's, it's going to be a process just like everybody else. And I'm excited to work with them because it's um, there are fresh faces that are, that are very eager to, to move forward and build on their careers and help the club win. Thanks Alicia. We'll go next to a question from Larry Morgan with corner of the galaxy. Larry, go ahead. Hi Greg. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, I have a two-part question. One more, one uh, more question about Victor. It wasn't too long ago that he was a member of the best eleven. He was a very integral member of your team in Toronto. How much do you think he has left? And two, regarding training camp, any pleasant surprises so far? Um, I'll, I will start with with one, uh, Victor. Um, you know, I, I've obviously spoken with him over the last few years. We have a good relationship. Um, you know, he hasn't played a ton during the pandemic and during all of this time. And so I think he feels as fresh as he ever has in his career. Uh, he's been working very hard. I've watched and spoken to some of the people that have been working with him. Um, I think there's a lot left uh, in him. And I think he's super eager to get on the field and compete again. You know, I think one of the things he's missed over the last couple of years is he's really missed MLS and the competitive level of MLS. And uh, so I know he's excited to, to be here. I think there's a lot left. And I think we have a fresh player who hasn't, you know, hasn't put a ton of miles on his legs in the recent time. So he's going to be, he's going to be fresh when he arrives and he's ready to join our group. So, uh, and the way he sees the game and the way he understands the game is he's an extremely efficient player in terms of, um, 
understanding what the game needs in any given moment from him. And so uh, from that, I, I, I look forward to it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm not concerned one bit about his age or any of that stuff. I think it's, it's his mind that fits into our team that's going to make such a, a big uh, difference and his leadership and personality. Um, as for the pleasant surprises, um, you know, I've been really, really happy with um, just, I'm going to start with the group overall, just the, the competitive nature and the eagerness to learn and take on a, a new concept for the team and for the club. They, everybody has been bought in a thousand percent. They've been eager every day. They've come out to training, um, excited to work every day. I've enjoyed that immensely. Um, you know, as far as our, our, some of our leaders on the team and, and Javier and, and Jonah, two guys who didn't, you know, weren't able to play a lot last year, uh, have come out on fire and great fitness, working hard every single day, uh, which helps bring a lot of confidence to the players around them when they're on the field and they're playing and they look fit and they're sharp. And uh, I think that's, that shows everybody there that, that we're moving in the right direction. When your best players are out on the field and they're performing in training, then that, that gives confidence to everybody that we're, you know, we're moving forward and those guys are, are there. And so uh, I've been, I've been really with eager and happy with that adding Bondi and, and goal has been great. He's got a great personality and, and um, has been a great addition for us uh, trying to think of any specifics. And then, I mean, outside of that, it's been a lot of the, it's been a lot of young players and just getting to, to learn a little bit more about them and, and what each of them can bring to our, our team. Outside of that, I'd say Seba has obviously come in having uh, some fitness and, and, and some sharpness because he was with the national team early. He's, he looks good as well. So, um, but I, I'm going to stick primarily just with the group, the overall eagerness of the group and their willingness to take on new concepts and to work through them. And to, as we try to build our identity on the field has been, uh, been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. You're next to Sophie Nicolas. Sophie, go ahead. Hey, Coach. How are you doing? Great. How about yourself? Awesome. Pretty epic. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, I, I kind of liken the LA Galaxy a little bit to my, um, my, my team, Arsenal, in the Premier League in that, you know, two really storied historical teams with phenomenal pedigree, uh, winning mentality and attitude. And I just wondered, stepping into this a little bit like Arteta and what he's had to inherit at Arsenal, um, maybe dysfunction and a culture issue and a DNA um, misfiring versus not having talented players. Have you found yourself um, going into this particular team? You, you do have a talented squad, but maybe you're having to reignite that winning culture and DNA and lighting that fire in terms of what the LA Galaxy means in MLS and as a, as a team overall historically? I think, uh, yes, I mean, I think it's part of it. I think there is, is um, establishing a culture, defining who it is we are and what we, what we want to be both on the field and off the field and, um, off the field is a cultural thing in terms of how we work every day and, and what the club stands for and what each of our responsibilities is to, to give back to that, to that vision and culture and identity that we're trying to create. And that's not just, that's from myself and my staff to the sports science staff to every single one of the players is that we all have a very clear, uh, view and outlook of what our culture is and, and what we bring to that and how we can impact it on a positive note. That's for sure one part of that. Uh, with the history of the galaxy and, and the expectation of success, that is 
the, def the definition of that and making sure that everybody is on that page is, is vital. And I think that is the first, the first step in all this. The second part is uh, we do have talented players. Uh, it's defining our style on the field and how we're going to go about getting results so that the players understand and are confident when they step on the field that they know how they're going to, to win the game and they know who they are when they, when they step on and they know what their roles and responsibilities are on the field. I think a lot of those things needed clarity. And I think um, that's the responsibility that I have and the group of people around us is to provide clarity on all of those things, how we work every single day, how we're going to perform, how we're going to play, how we're going to win. Uh, and then we can build off our experiences together and learn from the successes and learn from the failures along the way. Uh, and that's, that's the process. And in, the, in that way, we still have to add more players. We don't have all the players that we need to, um, to get there, but we do have a lot of good, good players to build from. And, and that's the objective in this stretch as well, as we continue to build the identity is to add more of the pieces that we need to continue to take the quality of our team higher. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to next to a question from Daniel Sportsman with TUDNA. Daniel? Thank you. Hey, Greg. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Efrain Alvarez. He has been named to the Mexico top squad for the first time. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about it? And how is he? Uh, have you spoke with him maybe today, yesterday? Is he happy? Uh, yeah, Efrain, he's happy for sure. Um, how has he been doing? He's, he's, doing uh, he's doing well. Again, he's one of those really talented younger players that we have uh, in our system that um, has special qualities, no doubt. And so trying to, to just work with him to understand uh, when, where, why, and how he needs to do what he needs to do so that he can take advantage of all that special quality that he has uh, in the process Again, continuing to work. He's still a young man, so working on his, his overall physical capacity is one of the things we want to continue to build with him so that uh, he can repeat these, these wonderful actions that he's capable of over 90 minutes in a, in a man's game. And, and so, um, so it's a little bit working within his mind to, to help him understand uh, some of the things so he can take advantage. And some of the things, some of it's just physically getting him to a point again where he can repeat the repeat those qualities that we need him to repeat over and over again. So, but he's been very eager to learn. He's he has been very eager to work on the physical aspects um, that we've been asking him to, and he's been a pleasure to to work with. And and he's uh, I think he's excited about the moment in time, both what's going on here at the club, but also with his opportunity um, within the national team program. He's got two wonderful countries that are that are interested in his, his qualities and, and this go around, he's going to go uh, with Mexico and, and, uh, and give a run with them. Thank you. Yep. We'll go next to a question from Gio Garcia. Gio. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Um, I was actually going to ask you the same thing about Efrain Alvarez, but I just, I'll ask you about the, the, the three players that got called up. I believe it was Jonathan Dos Santos, Sebastian Legit, and obviously Efrain Alvarez. How do, how do you see that working? Because they're obviously three midfield players, and eventually if they do make the roster, um, how do you see, you know, the players that, are, you know, essentially they're going to come off the bench and be able to replace those players with all the games going on, with all the national teams going on this year? Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a good question. That's something that we've been looking at as we continue to, to build on this group. Um, and, and some of that gives you some interest introspection on what we still need to add. I mean, we, we have obviously some concerns that Seba and, and Jonah 
um, and possibly Efrain are guys that we could lose during for chunks of the season because of all the national team duty that's ahead of us. Uh, so we need to continue to make sure that we have um, we have options. I mean, some of those we have uh, in house now, and and some one or two we probably still need to add. Obviously, Victor provides us with with a little bit of that on the attacking. Um, midfield side, but we need to still provide probably a little bit of depth, at least one more guy in the middle of midfield as we continue to build our group. Um, and then I think we have some other pieces that are here that we can use in various ways. Um, but that I'm happy for them. That's, that's, I think they deserve it. I think they're guys that um, it's important part of their careers. Uh, we just, we need to support them on that and we need to make sure that we have the right pieces that, that will fit into what we're doing uh, when those guys are not with us. Uh, or if just guys need, we need to manage guys over the course of a season with all the games that are going to be in front of them and, and how quickly these games are going to come on, on top of each other throughout the course of the year. We just need to have depth in all of these positions that we can rely on. Just a quick follow-up. I know you were asked about Christian, uh, Christian Pavone earlier. Uh, is there a point that you guys as an organization, depending how, how the situation goes with Christian, that you guys may want to step away uh, if it takes too long or are you guys willing to wait it out to potentially the summer? Yeah, I think uh, to be candid, I think all options are on the table. We 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 need to continue to move forward and keep uh, our options open and keep looking at different possibilities, um, assess the situation, and and when there's a when it's time to either move and get it finalized or move and move on, then we need to be prepared to do so. Uh, I think I think when those uh, when those conclusions are, are met and are clear, we'll be ready for either one. And so uh, I think that's our, our, our responsibility here over the next, I think, couple of weeks, few weeks is to try to get clarity on this whole situation. We'll have time, I think, for one more question. We'll end it with uh, Josh Gessman from Corner of the Galaxy. Josh, go ahead. Hey, Greg, thanks for, uh, for taking the time. Um, my, I guess the last question I have is about uh, Sam Grand Sir. I, I know you talked a little bit about him, but, um, you know, being it happened last week, we didn't get a chance to talk to you. What do you see his qualities? And is there any concern, maybe much like, uh, like Larry asked with Victor, that he hasn't played a lot in recent time? Uh, not concerned about has, – hasn't played a lot. He's been training. He's been in Monaco. He's been a part of their setup last year uh, at Brest. He played a lot of matches, first division, things like that. I think, you know, I think, again, he'll be fresh. He'll be sharp. He'll, he's an experienced young player in terms of playing a, a lot of high-level soccer. He'll, he'll fit in pretty quickly. We'll make sure during preseason we'll have enough time that, that we'll build him up and make sure he's ready. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. Everybody in MLS is coming off of basically being off for four or five months uh, anyways since the last time we played. So it's not like uh, – it's not too different. You know, our, our guys just played their first scrimmage game this weekend against Columbus having, uh, I don't think, played a match in almost six months. And so five, six months. And so – uh, I think he just needs to have a good preseason once he gets here and and um, and we'll be able to move forward from there. Uh, in terms of his qualities, again, he's a, a very talented soccer player, uh, winger, um, who we can use wide on the right side as kind of a natural traditional winger. We could use him as an inverted type of winger on the left side. He's very capable of playing in between the lines. He's very capable of getting behind opposition. Um, and, and he's a hardworking two-way guy that will give you an honest shift on the defensive side and, and, uh, and has quality on the attacking side. So I, I believe he's, you know, his quality in the final action is, is, uh, is good and something that will continue to get better. I mean, he's, he's still a pretty young guy, and so 
to have somebody with international pedigree like he does coming to our league at the age of 24 um, is a pretty special opportunity to continue because he's going to continue to develop and get better. And he's going to do that within our, within our system and structure, which is exciting for us. Great. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. That's all we have for today. I uh, appreciate everyone joining the call and taking the time. Uh, we will send out a transcript, transcript of the video of today's availability. Uh, please let me or Vicky Mercado know if you guys have any additional questions. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Thanks, everyone, and apologies if I didn't get to your question today. We'll have media availability throughout preseason and look forward to hosting you guys on more calls uh, and can work with you on uh, anything additional that you need. So, again, feel free to reach out. Uh, we will send out a video transcript of today's availability uh, and talk with you all soon. Appreciate it. Gracias, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.